Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Living Life Without Limits. Something big is going to happen to you right now. You will receive everything you need to live the good life. You can be wealthy, successful, and happy. You are now entering into the wealthy place of your life. Wisdom and miracles are coming your way today. We want you to exceed every expectation and achieve your dreams. So here we go. Get ready for your life to change. Now please welcome Dr. H. Michael Chitwood. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Potential Church and Living Life Without Limits. We are so glad that you are here with us today. Very, very special day today, and we're glad that you're going to be a part of this incredible day that we're getting ready to have for you and for all of us. In fact, everybody here in the studio, we're glad that they're here today. Special day today, and we're glad that you can be a part of it today. God bless you. Thank you for being with us. If you have the opportunity I'd like for you to invite somebody to be with us on this very special day. Uh, You can go up to the top right of your device and just click that button, and it will invite everybody that you know. Now, that also invites the people that you don't particularly like, but it gives them a chance maybe to hear what I have to say today because it's going to be very, very important. So invite somebody right now. Everybody invite somebody right now. Would you do that? Take that just a moment and invite somebody. I have something today I want to talk about. And that's these enemies that's right around the corner that's getting ready to maybe hurt you and do something to you, and you need to know how to protect yourself. And I'm going to share some insights with you today that's going to change your thought process and your life. Man, it's going to be good today. Reaching out to everybody, this is Michael Chitwood. I'm coming to you live from the ICCM studios right here at the ICCM Network of America at the ICCM World Renowned Theater. So we are here ready to go today. God bless you. Hey, let me remind you that our World Conference is just around um, the corner. And July the 27th is when it begins. Our financial grant conference is totally free. That will be four hours of grant teaching with all the new grants and the preparation of the grant. I want you to be here on that day, Tuesday, July the 27th. Of course, our conference kicks off that night, July the 27th, and we'll run through August the 1st. We have some great speakers this year. These guys and these ladies, I'm telling you, well, we have one lady that is on fire for God, and she is going to, I believe she's going to, I believe she's going to minister to you like you've never seen before. She's been here before, and you just loved her. So be ready for something very, very, very special. God bless you, and thank you for being with us. And let's see here. I think that that's all that I'm going to announce today because I want to get right into this. And uh, you've invited everybody, I believe. Thank you very much for my executive broadcast producer, Miss Debbie Booth. Man, I, I don't know. I hope that she remembers the person that brought her to the dance because you always dance with the person that brought you to the dance. And I know she will. Happy birthday, uh, to Miss Booth, she is. Uh, I think the last time that we checked, I think she's. I think she's twenty nine again. So God bless Debbie Booth. She is doing good, and God's blessing her business. Did y'all see that new car? Oh my lord! Uh, you you think that she'd be wanting a a, a four door sedan Cadillac, but she wanted a two door sports car. My. You didn't get a chance to look at that. You need to go to my Facebook because I have it posted there. Her driving this guy, beautiful red interior. Happy birthday to Debbie Booth, my executive broadcaster since day one. She's very faithful. Love Debbie very much. She is a great, great person. Uh, gosh, I forget how many. I think she's got like 16 grandchildren and 
five or six brothers and uh, five or six uh, 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 sons and daughters. Uh, that's a lot. <laughs> anyway, anybody else that's got a birthday, not trying to overlook you, but happy birthday to you also. We're glad that you are having another birthday. So God bless you. There we go. Dear Pantheth is with us this morning, and uh, we're glad that Beverly and there's Rita and John and and um, 16 grandchildren. Debbie Booth put that up. 16 grandchildren. Can you believe that Debbie Booth has 16 grandchildren and five children? She's correcting the record right now. Wow. Listen, glad that you're here today. Uh, I hope that you're going to be with me on July the 27th. Don't miss this because this may be your last opportunity to, to achieve the real dreams that God has placed in you. I want to talk to you today about something that is one of the most important things that I could share with you, and that is how do you continue your focus and stay on course, and how do you stop enemies and haters from breaking your focus? Now, first of all, I want you to type on the screen, haters is having anger towards anyone receiving success. A hater is a very unusual person. Uh, they can say things. They can do things. They can move their eyes. Uh, one time, uh, I introduced a friend of mine to another person, and you could just tell by the expression of the way that she rolled her eyes. So sometimes you don't have to say anything. It's just by your expressions, by the way you roll your eyes, the way that you fix your face, the way that you don't smile, you never crack a smile. Even the Bible says if you want to have friends, show yourself friendly. So today I want to talk to you about the number one enemy of your dream. The number one enemy of your dream. Can somebody put that up? The number one enemy of your dream. Now, this is going to be an important lesson today, and I pray that you'll take note to this, and I pray that you'll put your bowl of frosted cornflakes down and pay attention to this message because God breathed this into my spirit several days ago, and I want to bring this to you today with clarity and understanding. Enemies are the number one item, the number one thing, the number one cause that you break your focus. Remember, the devil doesn't care how much you quote the word. He doesn't care how much you do this and do that and how much you uh, confess that Jesus is Lord. If he can just find some way to break your focus on what you're trying to accomplish for God and for yourself and for your family, then the devil would have been successful. He would have been successful in breaking your focus. Put on there, I cannot break my focus. Somebody type it on quick. I cannot break my focus. I cannot break my focus. By the way, let me interject this here. Special day-to-day, -day, special guest speaker at Celebration Church. You don't want to miss today, 10 o'clock, Lee Highway 153. Join us here. Great praise and worship. We're going to have a great time today with our great, great speaker, and you're going to enjoy it and be blessed. So anything good is always hated by evil. Type that on the screen. Anything good Anything good is always hated by anything that's evil. Evil hates good. That's the reason why that you have haters having anger towards anyone receiving success. You will always have an enemy in this life. You will never be enemy free as long as you live here on this earth. 
you'll always have an enemy. You can't please everybody all the time. But you're always going to have certain people that basically want to intercept or detour or even better yet, break your focus. And that's your enemy. See, Jesus had enemies and the servant was not above the Lord. Jesus had enemies. I mean, they have crucified him. This is Palm Sunday today. It's leading up to the great crucifixion and then the great resurrection of our Lord and Savior called Easter, which is next Sunday. He instructed us to expect adversaries. Jesus was teaching, and he simply said, you need to be prepared. That's the word today. You need to be prepared for your enemies, because even Jesus said that you will have adversities. You will have adversaries that come into your life. And these adversaries will cause adversity to happen, to break your dream and break your focus. Today, I want to identify a few of these ways that people can break your dream and sidetrack your dream and make you get off course. See, you would have done been rich if something hadn't have broken your focus. But the devil, the enemy, somebody, some person, someone broke your focus. Say, I cannot let my focus be broken anymore. Time is running out. I cannot let my focus be broken anymore. Let me give you number one. An enemy is anyone who weakens your influence with others. So you need to have friends. You need to have favor. You need to have influence. But an enemy is someone who weakens your influence with others. Nehemiah faced this with Ezra. He experienced it. And he said this, hire counselors against them to frustrate their purpose. Did you know that's in the Bible? He said, I want you to hire counselors to frustrate and come against them and make sure that they don't fulfill their purpose. See, there's a lot of people out there that want you to fulfill your purpose, one being Michael Chitwood. But there's a lot of people out there that don't want you to fulfill your God-given purpose and your dream that God put in you. Number two, an enemy is anyone who focuses on your past instead of your future. I don't know about you, but there's always somebody that's throwing up something that happened in the past a year, five, ten years ago. And it takes a moment for you to cast down that imagination because the Bible says You must cast down every imagination that exalteth itself against the high knowledge of God. So we know that we're going to have these thoughts. That's an adversary. We know that we're going to have an enemy. That's someone who breaks your focus. But we know that an enemy is someone who focuses on your past more than they focus on your future. Can I get somebody this morning to say amen? Somebody has had a broken focus is the reason why that you're still broke, you're busted, you're disgusted, you don't have the money to do what God has called you to do, to help feed the poor, to put clothes on people's back. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. This is coming from the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verses 18 and 19. Let me read it to you again. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God just told us clear 
and without any exception, that you don't need to remember the former things because I'm going to do a new thing. Somebody type on the screen, God is going to do a new thing. I like Israel's song, it's a new season, it's a new day. Some of you need a new season in your life. You need a new day. You need something to break today. You need something to take place and break today. Because if you don't, it's going to be something that's going to keep you held in bondage and bondage, and you won't be able to fulfill the God-given dream that God has placed in you. You weren't put here to be punished. You weren't put here to do nothing. You weren't put here to just go by life and make it, barely make it, live from paycheck to paycheck, have a few bounce checks here and there, can't buy groceries this week, trying to find your food stamp card. No, God did not put you here for that purpose. He put you to here to be a kingdom ruler so that you could rule on this earth, so that you could have the funds to promote the gospel, to preach the gospel, and to feed the poor, and to clothe those that needed to be clothed, and to take care of widows. He said, I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Number three. An enemy is anyone who attempts to weaken your passion through contempt or criticism. Boy, do we have a lot of that going on. Uh, An enemy is anyone who attempts to weaken your passion. That's the reason someone posted one of my uh, social media people. You know, Debbie Booth is my social media director, but she has six people that are hired to post things and watch things and, and, and make sure that we are getting out good information on 59 social media sites. And there's always somebody. You, know, you can say God is good and somebody will criticize it. So, so, so what they want to do is they want to break your focus by criticism and contempt of what you're trying to accomplish called your passion. And so somebody posted, one of my social media directors posted, said, this man hears passion in life. His only passion is to make sure that you're successful, wealthy, happy, and healthy. Nehemiah experienced this. You remember the lady? She talked about how that the walls weren't being built correctly. Number four, an enemy is anyone who thinks you're unworthy of achieving God's given dreams and God's given goals. See, your enemy doesn't think that you deserve what God is giving you. She or he thinks that they should have had it, but they did nothing for it. They never sowed a seed. They didn't pay their tithe. They haven't been faithful like you've been faithful. What they've done is they've sat back and watched you become successful. And that's just exactly, and I can tell you right now, and and I, I hate I even hate to say this. I, I haven't even told her, but I can tell you right now, there's a lot of people that's not happy about Debbie Booth's success. They're jealous, they're envious. They, they don't like it. Listen, the girl has been my social media director for six years, never been paid one penny. She's dedicated thousands of hours. She sowed her seed of time. She sowed her seed of money. Why can't she be blessed? And my question to you today is why can't you be blessed if you're living the life you're supposed to be living for God? Are you living right for God? Are you following in the Holy Spirit? Do you know how to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit? Oh, somebody needs to listen to me this morning. Do you even know how to hear the voice of God? Let me ask you this. When is the last time you've heard the voice of God? Oh, my God, I feel the anointing. When's the last time that you have heard the voice of God? The Holy Spirit says your Holy Spirit is your God. Number five. 
An enemy is anyone who thinks that you're unworthy of achieving a God-given thing. Jesus experienced this continued from those who felt nothing good could come from Nazareth. <laughs> Mark chapter 6, verse 3. Is not this carpenter the son of Mary, the brother of James? And it went on to talk about all of this. And they said, are they offended at him? See, your enemy is anyone who thinks that you're unworthy. Let me declare to you today by the power of the living God that's invested in me for you. And that is that you are worthy to have everything that God has promised you. And if you don't believe it, there are hundreds and hundreds and thousands of promises in the Bible for you. They're not just for me. They're for you. They're for anyone that believes on the Lord Jesus Christ. And on this Passover day, we had enemies that were standing there with palm branches waving as he came in on that donkey. And they were, they were worshiping him and they were praising him. And the same people that waved the palm branches for the Lord Jesus Christ on that day. Of course, Palm Sunday really and Passover really started yesterday on Saturday. And, 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 and this is the, that was the day that they were set free. The, they, they, the slaves were set free and the babies were protected. But, but, but there were people that were waving palm branches, Palm Sunday, uh, worshiping him, giving him praise and cheering him on. And the same people that had a palm branch in their hand on that day is the same people that said, crucify him. He had enemies. And sometimes your enemies are wolves. In sheep's clothing. Sometimes your enemies are wolves. In sheep's clothing. Number five. Your enemy is anyone who knowingly distracts you from your gold and your dream. Distraction is always the gold of adversity. Distraction is always the gold of adversary. Adversity and adversary are very, very close. Remember this, the only reason that men ever fail is because of broken focus. Broken focus. Something breaks your focus. You had a thought going one way that was going to be a powerful invention or a powerful book or a powerful song or something that you was going to do for God, start a business, become an entrepreneur. I have, I have a lady that says she's coming to every conference and she's never been to one yet. Something broke her focus and kept her from coming to the conference. And because of that, she's still broke today. See, if you're not living the life that God wants you to live, it's not God's fault. It's your fault. God's not mad at you. God hasn't done something to you to keep you from being successful, wealthy, happy, and healthy. God didn't make you smoke four packs of cigarettes to develop lung cancer. You have a will. You smoked your cigarettes because you wanted to smoke your cigarettes, and then you wound up with lung cancer at age 65, and then you want me to pray for you that God will heal your lung cancer. It's not going to happen. Remember this. Broken focus will cost you everything that you ever desired. Broken focus. I want to ask you a question today. Who's breaking your focus? Can you identify that person? Can you identify that pastor? Can you identify that evangelist? Can you identify that individual that's breaking your focus? Discern this. Move swiftly. Move swiftly. 
I command you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to move swiftly to protect your dream, to protect your to protect your passion and to make sure that nobody breaks your focus. You can't afford for someone to continually break your focus. Your enemy may exist, and most people don't even know this and believe this, but sometimes your your enemy may exist in your own home. Oh, God, I pray right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, that somebody that's got an enemy in their home that's breaking their focus every time they say they want to do something, you've got a family member that speaks up and says you can't do it. A family member that speaks up and says, well, you didn't graduate from high school. You'll never graduate from high school. You'll never amount to anything. You'll, you'll, always, be, you'll always be someone at Walmart directing people which aisle to go to. Listen, let me tell you something. You need to identify the person that's breaking your focus because God has something for you to do on this earth. When are you going to start doing it? What age are you going to start doing it? Your enemy may exist in your own household. Even Jesus warned of this in Matthew chapter 10, verse 36. He was clear. Here's what he said. Listen to what Jesus said. And most people don't really preach this because it's not a real popular message, but it says, and a, man, and a man's foes shall be they of his own household. Who has an enemy in your household today that you need to identify and make some adjustments and make some change? Who am I speaking to today that you know that you've identified that enemy in your household and you can't fulfill your dream? You can't pursue your dream because you have an enemy in your own household. Who is that today? A man's foes shall be they of his own household, according to Matthew chapter 10, verse 36. Who are your family member, your aunt, your uncle, your mother, your father, your brothers and sisters? Who is breaking your, your wife? Oh, my God, I, God, I just felt that strong. Somebody, sometimes men and women, a man and a woman will, 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 will be married and they have two different visions. Even the Bible says that a divided house can't even stand. You must be equally yoked. And somebody right now, you, you, you're, you're married to somebody right now. I can see this through the spirit of the living God right now. The Holy Spirit is showing me that you're married to somebody that is never going to allow you to be you. Oh my God, I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Listen, the Lord just spoke to me and said that you're married to somebody that's never going to allow you to be you. You have a mind, you have a will, and you need to be you. Oh, God, I thank you right now, Lord, for that. I thank, you, I thank you for that word of knowledge right now, Father. And I pray right now that someone will identify that person that's holding them back and make the proper adjustments necessary to change. Oh, God, who is that? Who is that in your family that's holding you back? You need to listen to me this morning. You need to have an ear to hear. Don't be a narcissist and think that you know everything. Because when the Holy Spirit speaks through the anointing, you better listen. Somebody in your household does not want you to be successful because they're jealous and they're envious of you. Fatigue is an enemy to deter and detour your future. Tied hours never see a great future. Tired, tired eyes never see a great future. Somebody put that on the screen. Tired, tired eyes never see a great future. 
Even God rested on the seventh day. God had to have rest. God took naps. Jesus commanded his disciples to come apart from the crowds and the activities pressing them. Why? To rest. In Mark chapter 6, verse 31, Come ye yourselves apart into this desert place and rest a while. Tired, tired eyes never see a great future. You need rest. The reason why that you can't really pursue and focus on your dream is because you have an enemy, and sometimes that enemy could be the lack of rest, the lack of sleep. You just push yourself, push yourself, push yourself. Come ye yourselves apart into this desert place and rest a while, for there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure so much as even time to eat. You need to eat right. I know a lady right now, I, I, I was talking, talk, talking, talking to her, uh, a few days ago, and and I said, "Well, how are you doing?" She's under real strain. I said, "I'm doing." Do, she said, "I'm do, I'm doing okay. I'm not getting much sleep." I said, "Well, how are you eating?" She said, "I haven't had anything to eat in two days. That's not good. You need to eat, and you need to eat right. You must identify every adversarial relationship in your life that distracts you from achieving what God has called you to do. Even the Bible says, "Mark them that cause division and separate yourselves from them." Mark them who cause division. Mark them who are troublemakers. Mark them who are vision breakers. Mark those who are focus breakers. Mark them and separate yourselves thereof. I'm going to say that one more time. The Bible says, mark those among you who cause division. Break your focus. Deter your dream. Separate yourselves from them. That's a powerful word. It's a simple word. On this Palm Sunday, you never know who's for you and who's against you. It's the longevity of loyalty that counts. Jesus had a lot of people for him, but he also had more against him than he had for him. Even the ones he healed one day had a palm branch in his hand inviting him into this city. And the next thing you know it, the man that he healed, crucify, crucify. So ladies and gentlemen, today my message to you on this incredible Palm Sunday week, the beginning of Palm Sunday yesterday, is you need to identify every enemy in your life that's trying to distract you or break your focus. You need to identify every enemy Make sure that you know that your girlfriend is for you. Make sure that you know that your boyfriend is for you. Make sure that you know that your friends are for you that's around you. Make sure your family. Make sure you identify those that are not for you. It's important. I want to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, especially that person that I gave that word to that you told me to tell them this morning that you're married to somebody and that they will never let you be you. And you're going to feel like you're in a box for the rest of your life because, because you're not you. You're, you're trying to be somebody that you're not. Father, I pray right now that you'll give her the courage to identify that, make the adjustments necessary that she needs to make, so she can fulfill the dream that God has placed in her life.
Now, Father, I pray that you'll bless each person that's watching right now. They're incredible people on this Palm Sunday. We worship you today. As you come into this week, Father, we worship you today. We give you praise and glory and honor today for what you've done, what you will do. So, Father, I pray that you'll bless each person. Help us always identify the enemy because we can never be successful in this life if we don't know who is for us and who is against us. I pray that you'll give us the discernment and insight today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I hope that you will receive that message today. God breathed that in my spirit and wanted me to deliver that to you today. Identify your enemies that's breaking your focus. Identify your enemies who is breaking your focus. Well, praise God. It's time for us to receive our tithe, our offering, our seed. And uh, I want to talk to you briefly about that. Uh, I want to tell you that, that, that right here at Potential Church and Celebration Church and ICCM, that this is an open heaven. If you're not a tither, you need to start tithing today. Now, let me give you a definition of tithing. It's 10% of everything that you make. It is the gross, not the net. You tithe off of the gross. And everything that you get, you should be tithing off of it. Now, I've learned that I can live better off of 90% that's blessed than 100% that's cursed. And the Bible says in Malachi chapter 3, verse 10, it says, Bring you the tithes and offerings into this house right here where you're receiving this word from. This is where you're being fed today. And he says, See if I won't open the windows and pour out a blessing that you can't even have enough room to receive it. I don't know about you. But that's a blessing upon a blessing upon a blessing. The first part of that, the first step that you have to take is you have to be a tither. And a tither is 10%. Why don't you just try sowing your tithe, paying your tithe here. And right here at ICCM and, and Potential Church and Celebration Church, why don't you do that? Why don't you try it? Even the Bible says, he says, prove me. That means try me. Prove me where with this day. If I won't open the windows and pour out a blessing upon you that you won't have enough room to receive it. Prove him. Send your tithe here today. And then you need to sow a seed. Because we know that there will always be seed time and harvest as long as this earth remains. And that means when you sow a seed of love, you'll get love. When you sow a seed of an apple, you'll get an apple tree. But you can also seed financial resources. And God said that I will bless you pressed down, shaken together. Will men give into your bosom? And he said, furthermore, that some will be 30, some will be 60, and some will be a hundredfold return. I'm just believing God today that the seed that you sow is going to produce a hundredfold return. I believe that. And then I'm going to ask for your help with our iPaul young ministers. We need sponsors bad because they're pouring in. I've got to have some help. It's a $1,000 sponsorship. Sponsor them for one year, and I match that with $1,000. It's a matching fund scholarship, the only one that we have, because many of them want to go to college. I'm asking you today to pray, pray, pray. Help me. Don't let me tell these young people, no, that you did not support what they were doing. Don't let me tell them that. Please, I'm asking you today to sponsor one of our young ministers who is in IPAW, International Preachers Academy Worldwide. I need your help. If you can't sow $1,000 toward the sponsorship, sow what you can. Sow 500 or 100 But I need at least 20 today 
to sow $1,000, I will match it of 1000 which is 2000 which carries them through a two-year program for certification. Would you pray about that today? None of this goes to any of our staff. Everything that you sow and give here goes straight to ministry, every penny of it, and not salaries. goes to ministry and not debt. I want you to sponsor an IPAW student today. And then heavy on my heart is save America's churches. Our churches are closing. Our churches are dying. People that are non-believers are buying churches right and left that have a lot more money than the Christians do. Are we going to allow people that don't even believe in God that's turning it into learning centers and, and, and different types of things that don't even have any Christian belief system to it to buy our churches? Are we? You need to sow a seed today, a bountiful seed today for Save America's Churches, don't you? You really do. And then finally, we're so pleased about our Berea Bible College and Seminary. It's a lot of work. We're working very, very hard to make sure that we provide you with the greatest courses and the greatest college that you've ever seen because it will be something that will not be censored. We're going to teach with great professors, by the way, great professors. Berea Bible College and Seminary. Go check our page out. Go check our page out. Berea Bible College and Seminary. God, it's going to be something great. I want you to sow a seed for that. And um, you have a lot of opportunity here, a lot of good ministry going on, and your seed couldn't be in better ground. This is good ground. So I'm going to pray for your seed, and I'm going to ask God to speak to you today because I need 20 people today to sponsor one of my iPaul Young Ministers. If not, I'm going to have to tell them no. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you now because you are Jehovah Jireh. And I'm asking you right now to speak now to these precious, incredible people that's been very generous and are givers. Speak now to these incredible people and speak to them how much you would have them to give. It's not up to me to tell them what to give, God. It's up to you. And it's up to you to hear the voice of the Lord. Hear the Holy Spirit now. As he's speaking to you about paying your tithe, sowing a seed, sponsoring an IPAW student, saving America's churches, and Berea Bible College and Seminary. Father, speak to them now and let them sow the most bountiful seed that they have ever sown in their life. Because it's going into good ground and it's going for ministry. And Father, when they sow that seed, I'm believing and I'm coming to agreement with your word that they're going to be a hundredfold return according to Matthew. You said that some would receive 160 and 30. The only place in the Bible that you put 100 first, and I'm believing that a hundredfold return will come into their life. A hundredfold, not a hundred times, but a hundredfold. Father, I decree and declare now that everybody that sows a seed, you have to get seed in the ground for you to receive a financial miracle. You're not going to get a financial miracle off of my prayer if there's not a seed in the ground. So you can do that two ways. You can go to iccmworldwide.org. I have that on the screen for you today. And I asked Meredith to leave that up today because it's so important. This is a critical time that's coming up on us here as we approach April. And I need your help for my IPAW students, Save America's Churches, Berea Bible College and Institute. I need it today. Would you pray about that? You can call that number there, 800-854-5891, or you can just go online at iccmworldwide.org, and you can become a part of helping these young people preach the gospel in perpetuity. Think about that. John, can you think about that? It's going out forever. 
I'm glad that these young people would rather be studying and preaching the Word of God than being in some club somewhere drinking and doing other things, and you should be too. I know you are. Well, God bless you. Thank you for being a part. By the way, those of you that are seeking ministerial credentials, you better get it because wait till you see what's coming down. You will not be able to become a legitimate minister in the United States after this year. You better get your ministerial credentials. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18 says, if you've been born again, that you're called into the ministry of reconciliation. You may not be called to pastor a church. You may not be called to be an evangelist, a prophet, a teacher, or a pastor. You may not be. But you are called to be in the ministry, and that is to bring people into the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. So those of you that want your ministerial credentials, you need to get in touch with us immediately at iccmworldwide.org. And by the way, I don't know, John, but the, the American Association of Registered Chaplains is just absolutely going off the charts. We need chaplains. And if you feel like that you've been called to be a chaplain, you need to join the American Association of Registered Chaplains, the only one that's federally approved. Get a part of that. Check out iccmworldwide.org. A lot of things on there. Oh, and by the way, don't let me forget, those of you that have a church, you're a pastor. You need to make sure that your books and your records are in order because we know that God cannot bless a mess. God cannot bless a mess. And I want you to turn your records over to Chitwood and Chitwood. Go check out our website at chitwoods.com. Chitwoods.com. Look it over and see which program. You'll find out that it's very reasonably priced. We do that because it's our ministry now for 90 years, four generations, and we've been helping churches and pastors. And it's my dream and my passion to help a pastor at a church take that load off of him from the IRS standing around trying to find something wrong and allow them to preach the gospel freely and without censorship. Oh, we've had a great, great day today, haven't we? Great day today. This is Passover Sunday. I pray today that you'll prepare yourself for Easter. I'm going to ask you to receive communion with my church and my entire my entire Facebook audience, uh, Periscope. Um, we'll have just just a few days left. As, as you know, we'll be off next Sunday. We'll be on Twitter. So 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 this is the last broadcast today on Periscope. I want to thank you for all your support. Thank you for your friendship, your kindness. And I hope that every one of you will go join us on Twitter. And I don't know, I think it's called Twitter Showcase. Debbie, can you put that up real quick as we get ready to, to close our service? Uh, yeah, I think it's Twitter Showcase, but turn your books over to Chitwood. And Chitwood, turn your focus over, turn, turn your focus more on your church family. That's good. Twitter at DRM Chitwood. Twitter at DRM. What that's doing is that's taken, they're closing out Periscope March the 31st. They're closing out Periscope March the 31st, so there will be no Periscope next week. It will be on Twitter, and the way you get to Twitter is Twitter at drmchitwood. Uh, I think she said .com, drchitwood.com. Thank all of you so very, very much for, for being a part of Periscope. Uh, I think we're closing out with, um, I know we have the largest, and it's because of Debbie and all of her work, and she's done it. And, and Meredith, the whole team, I think we have now. Let me see how many we have. We have a grand total of 60, almost almost 70 million on Periscope. And that's because of you. I want to thank you for being with us for all these years on Periscope. You've been great, and I love you very much. 
I believe in you, and I want to see all your dreams come true. Now, I want you to be sure you go over to Twitter and be a part of Twitter. And by the way, some of you need to be a part of my private Facebook group at Facebook group ICCM. You can go to ICCM Facebook group, be a part of that. We only just have just a few left uh, uh, places that we're going to have available on the ICCM Facebook group. Now, you have to make a request to be in there and answer those questions. And uh, then because our first, I think, I don't know, John, I think our first broadcast on the Facebook private group, if you're on there, is going to be next week. So you need to be a part of that. Uh, that will not be our Twitter morning program there, so make sure that you join Twitter. Make sure you're a part of that. Uh, also, you need to be a part of my YouTube channel at Dr. H. Michael Chitwood. Uh, we have a playlist on there. I mean, I'll be, we have a lot, a lot of things on there. You should see all of the back programs and all of the new programs that's on there. So you can subscribe to my YouTube channel at DRH, Dr. H. Michael Chitwood. Now, there's several out there, but don't go to those. Go to this one here at Dr. H. Michael Chitwood. So, man, a lot of things are happening right here, and we want you to be a part of every one of them. God bless you, and just remember, I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you. May the Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. I believe that today. May the Lord look you kindly, look upon your face kindly, look upon you kindly and give you peace in everything that you do. I believe that the best is yet to come and I believe that the worst is over. Psalms nineteen fourteen, and I'll close with this today. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Thank you so much for being a faithful, faithful listener and viewer of Periscope on the 8th Michael Chitwood broadcast with Periscope. God bless you, and I'll see you next Sunday on Twitter. Now be there with me, okay? I'll see you then. God bless you. And remember, if you want something you never had, you have to do something you've never done. I'll see you next week on Twitter. God bless you. Welcome to the Jack Bosma podcasting channel on Anchor FM. We encourage listeners to donate and sponsor our activities so that we can grow our community and become very active. These donor and sponsorship requests are very important. We also suggest that subscribers and viewers 
provide us with a video message upon reviewing our content. Please ensure that the video message is titled and references a specific podcast. That way we can add comments that are made in a video message to our presentations. This is also a very important interaction. Thank you very much for viewing our content and invite others.